the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. My big thing is, and in my 20s and 30s, I kind of want it to be loved. I want it to find love. I want it to be ideal in my thoughts on love. And My big thing ain't, ain't that anymore. In my 20s and 30s, I want it to create wealth. And I started seeing like, whoa. I need to have a lot of money for retirement because I'm not going to get a pension like my father got. Social Security, I've been hearing, you know, Chicken Little scream about it for years that the sky's falling, and I'm just going to assume Chicken Little's right because when push comes to shove, I want my piggy bank as big as it can be so I can crack it open. Crack, piggy bank. You're dead. I shot you. And I want a lot of money. I want that sound of slot machines come out of my piggy bank when I retire. I want to chase it. And I definitely want it fat enough that it can't run away. Um, so I learned that one of the messages that I have to keep pounding on this show is you have to do this in your 20s and 30s. Otherwise, you're probably going to be working until the day you die. you got to learn the basics about money. There's a lot of good books out there. There's a good book by Jonathan Clements, How to Think About Money. There's a good book called Heads I Win, Tails I Win, Why Smart Investors Fail, and How to Tilt the Odds in Your Favor by Spencer, Spencer Jacob. I don't want you to be a day trader. I don't want you to go out and buy the hot, sexy IPO, unless it's like going to Vegas. I'm going to be, I, I probably go to Vegas once every five years, maybe six years, seven years. It's As I get older, that time frame is like, I don't need to go there anytime soon, but if there's a show I particularly want to see, and I'm not a Broadway show kind of guy. Mama, don't let your children grow up to be Broadway show people. Someone cornered me the other day. And uh, it was pretty funny to listen to the show. And they take what I say as like personal attacks on them or personal praises. And he goes, so, I hear you don't like dancing. I'm like, yeah, I really don't like dancing. Um, 
and you know you're talking about the show, right? He goes, "Yeah, I heard you on this show, talking about dancing." And me and my wife are expanding our dance studio right now. I'm like, "Good for you. I'm all for dancing, but what I'm not for is well, sexy dancing is always fun." I know you're saying pole dancing. I know a person who owns a pole dancing studio, and that's hard work. That's a good workout. But um, so anyway, back to me. I was talking to this guy, and you know, he's all. I was like, you know, what I worry about is the mom who, you know, vicariously lives through her kid, her daughter, and sends her to you know tap and ballet, and it's very tough to succeed in life with tap and ballet as your, you know, your big skill set. To the point that she's not saving for college, though the chance for that kid to go to college is dwindling. Not over, but I do believe in sciences as far part as projects for children. And I do believe in math and piano and situations like that. Now, again, I'm not saying your kid has to do all those all the time. There's a place for dance. I am against the person who's vicariously living through their kid. And, for instance, you know, wants them to play football nonstop and try to make that like the career path because there ain't a lot of football players making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Well, there are, and that's all of them in the world that you see. What is it, like 400 in the league or something? And there's thousands and thousands and thousands of kids who play. Anyway, I'm totally digressing. And again, I'm just giving a general rule of thumb. So anyway, in your 20s and 30s, you want to learn the money basics. There's an investor protection institute called ivest.org. Uh, you could consider taking a personal finance course at a community college or checking online offerings at a company website, nonprofit called Coursera.org, C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A.org. I like going to the community college route. Uh, but be careful because there's some people who buy the ability to teach. And this is vile. And this is, if I was made president of the United States, these are people I would put in the wood chipper. Uh, they're financial people who buy the ability to teach a class, and it'll be something like, are you ready for retirement? People are like, hey, I want to take a class on how am I ready for retirement. And then basically it's a sales pitch on why you want to use their services. That's vile. I'm going to be talking to a group of teachers soon. I do it out of the love of teachers of the salt of the earth. Don't charge them money. Don't tell them anything stupid. Just get the basics that they need to know. In your 20s and 30s, you want to sketch out your monthly budget your rent, your utilities, your groceries, your transportation costs, your student loans, your car loans. And you want to subtract your those from your monthly after-tax pay. There's a good website called Mint.com that helps with the budget. There's also a website called YouNeedABudget.com. Helps you set up a budget. Budgets aren't fun and sexy. Budgets aren't walking, watching Walking Dead or something, you know, fun. Budgets suck. And they start fights with couples. But if you can't get through a budget, you should probably just admit you're sexually attracted to each other because you're never going to be good partners. In your 20s and 30s, you want to avoid credit card debt. You want to avoid brand new cars. Credit card debt can haunt you for years. Cars can haunt you for years. Um, I would underdrive in your 20s and 30s so that you can overdrive sexier cars and you're lighter in life. I've always said when I turn 50, I want to buy a Tesla. And then now you go to like a club or something, and there's so many Teslas in the parking lot. I don't want to be that guy. 
So start saving and investing early in your 20s and 30s. Take advantage of your employer's 401k or something similar. If you're under age 50, you could contribute 18000 um, If you're over that, you get an extra $5,000 that you can put in. Start by saving at least 5% of your income, of your salary, and then try to bump it up one percentage point a year so that you don't actually feel it. And if you can get up to saving 20% of your income, you're doing great. Uh, you want to invest in a diverse mix of low-cost index funds or exchange-traded funds. I would use a big broker like a TD Ameritrade, a Schwab, a Fidelity, a Vanguard. Their costs have all come down, 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 down to the point that some people believe that it's next to nothing now, but some people believe down the road that these are companies are going to have to pay you just a little bit for you to leave your money with them. So... Um, if you earn enough to save on top of your retirement plan, but not so much that you can't buy the IRS, contribute to a Roth IRA. You can also contribute to an IRA and convert it to a Roth later in life. Uh, you want to v- review your credit report? Again, I find it fun. But annualcreditreport.com, annualcreditreport.com, a lot of people are like, oh. Um, in your 20s and 30s, get health insurance. Start learning that you pay for things that you're probably not going to use. You want to start an emergency fund. Yay, you've done it two to six months. You've gotten through your 30s. So in your 40s, start you know, rebalancing your retirement account on a regular basis. Um, and start learning where you're going. Uh, you want to insure yourself with term life insurance uh, for the next 20 years, because you're probably not going to die before you're 60. But if you did die, and some people do die, the income that you're earning at work probably is needed by your spouse or your children. In your 40s and 50s, you want to start paying down debts and catching up on your contributions for your retirement plan. You want to start sketching out and protecting your wealth. So you want to start looking at your income resources in retirement. And you want to really get control of your fixed monthly costs. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Why are you hiding from me? We're in a different kind of thing. All night you're talking to God. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. <coughs> Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. There has been a shooting today in Virginia. A gunman is in custody after Representative Steve Scalise and several others were shot during a GOP baseball practice in Virginia. The story is very much so still breaking. Five wounded. Uh, gunman opened fire at a GOP baseball practice, which is crazy sad because this is actually... 
um, a lot of congressional members and aides who get together to kind of say, look, we all work together, and that's kind of okay. Five people were wounded, including House Majority Whip Steve Scalise and two Capitol Police officers. The gunman was shot by police. He's in custody. He's no longer a threat. Um, there was probably 30 to 40 shots fired, so it could have been much worse. Officers responded within three minutes and engaged the shooter. President Trump tweeted that Scalise was badly injured but will fully recover. Um, again, we have to do stories like these. And it it's just not ever going to make a lot of sense. Um, we live in a society now where people are emboldened and they take action. And it's unfortunate. So um, it's going to hit one of us at some point in time. So um, sadly, we continue to have these just, does this really happen? Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Weekly mortgage applications were dropped 3%, even as falling rates sparked a rush to refinance. Uh, mortgage applications to purchase a home fell 3% for the week, but are close to 8% higher than they were one year ago. From a borrower perspective, rates held steady at seven months low last week. Over the past two weeks, refinance applications have increased 13%, and the average loan size has increased to its largest since September 2016. Um, elsewhere out there in the world of finance and news, uh, millionaires own a record 45% of the world's wealth, and their share is growing. Um, the U.S. has most millionaires with over 7 million millionaire households. Multimillionaires are faring the best, with their wealth expected to grow 8.4% through 2021. Um, it's interesting. We have 7 million millionaire households. The world's millionaires, the world's millionaires, <laughs> own over 75 trillion in wealth or 45% of the 167 trillion in total personal wealth. Increasing share of wealth is being held by millionaire households. Um, so if you've got 20 million to 100 million, you're considered a multi-millionaire. 12 million, not enough. Elsewhere out there in the world of finance and news, did I just discourage you that you're not a multimillionaire? Now it's okay to be a millionaire. Now the status has moved up to multi-millionaire. Retail sales dropped three-tenths of a percent in May. Um, that's their biggest drop in more than a year. And declining purchases of motor vehicles and discretionary spending. May's decline was the largest since January 2016 and confounded economists' expectations for a 1% gain, one-tenth of a percent. So, so retail sales dropped. Are you shopping less? Uh, apparently someone is, right? Growth is expected to pick up this quarter after being held back by a near stall in consumer spending and a slower pace of inventory investment, so-called retail core sales. Um, a lot of sluggishness out there. So what will the Federal Reserve say today when they, ta-da, come out of their meeting? Um, that's a good question. And I, I think we were all kind of waiting on that as far as uh, news ultimately goes. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, 
yesterday the tech stocks had a bit of a comeback. And remember how Friday and Monday? Uh, they fell hard. And it was literally like that um, old commercial from the 1980s. I've fallen and I can't, well, I can get up. I can get up. I'm good. So today is hump day. Hump, 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 hump. Do the humpy dump. So, do you remember that horrible song, Do the Hump Dump? Yes, it even had an accompanying song, or it even had a, a, a dance with it. Um, so today we're dealing with a little bit of weaker oil. That's out there. Uh, the Federal Reserve is out there. The reports that the House Majority Whip, Steve Scalise and his aides, got shot at this morning at baseball practice. Um, again, crazy, right? Wrong. It's just wrong on so many levels. The CPI and retail sales report for May both corroborate that you know we're very cautious on the economic outlook right now. Even yesterday, the economic data was on the cautious side. Consumer price index declined one-tenth of a percent. So there's no inflation. So you saw a 2.7% decline in energy and a big decline in gasoline. Medical care down in costs, apparel down in costs to the consumer. Um, so if you look at the last 12 months, CPI ran at about up 1.9% versus if you looked at it last month, the last 12 months, we're up about 2.2% inflation. So we're at a good level. Uh, but again, that's one of the reasons why if you had your money, <clears throat> let's say you have a million dollar house that's paid off, it lost 1.9% purchasing power in the last year. And when I say 1.9% purchasing power, I'm saying the money that's the equity. One day you're going to pull that out, and you're going to want to spend it, and you're going to be able to buy 1.9% less this year than last year. That's why you can't just leave money sitting in cash. So, Treasury market's taken a, a strong liking to the day-to-day. You're seeing the 10-year Treasury note drop to 2.15%, and the two-year note has fallen six basis points to 1.3%. Um... Will the Fed raise rates and or not is the thought today. Will this data be enough? Will it be weak enough to preempt a third rate hike this year? Um, so we're all going to be paying attention to lovely Janet Yellen a little later in the morning. Poor Fed Reserve Chairman. She's lovely. I don't even know what that means. It's just she's lovely. So July 13th, 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, I got a big uh, event at the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel in Burlingame. It's probably the last time I'm going to be at Burlingame this year or that far north. It's Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning from 11 to 1. Lunch will be served. Uh, transition your portfolio and retire. Social Security Strategies, Protecting Your Estate, Managing Your IRAs and Your 401k in Retirement. And then there's going to be a breakout session shortly thereafter, Retirement Tips for Self-Employed and Contract uh, Professionals. It's going to be shortly after 1 o'clock, business transition strategies and more. You can get in for free by using the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. Otherwise, it's $25. And sign up today for the event July 13th from 11 to 1 at robblackshow.com. Now, 800-516-1220.
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Black talking money, investing, and more. One of the companies that I own is Visa. And it's a company that I think I can easily explain to you, so it makes great and easy sense for the radio, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I try to do my best to give you consumable, digestible ideas. Um, and again, there has been a shooting today in Alexandria, Virginia, involving congressmen and a baseball aides team. Uh, I think only five were injured, no one killed. Uh, but the news is all over that today, and it's not really affecting Wall Street. So, one of the companies that I want to talk about is Visa. Tech stocks have been on a tear at times of history. Late 90s, I'd say uh, mid-2000s. Visa is generally considered a financial stock. You know, that's what you think about it. And, um, you know, transaction, credit cards. You think of it as a financial, right? Maybe debit card kind of business. But it's a little bit more tech-oriented because it's been, in my opinion, at the heart of e-commerce since the very, very beginning. So it's not Amazon, but they certainly help people on Amazon do transactions, right? Um, So it's pretty tech-oriented in the world of e-commerce and digital payment solutions. I also like MasterCard. I think um, Visa, as well as MasterCard, offers attractive earnings. And they do it with a lot less risk. Visa has everything you want in a good growth company. You don't want to say that you'll hold a stock forever, but... This is the type of company that I feel you can hold probably forever. Visa stock is up more than 20% this year. Um, When it goes sideways to down, that's probably when it's most interesting. So with sustained low interest rates, that's hurt a lot of financial companies, but that hasn't held Visa back, which continues its year-long tradition of delivering double-digit growth revenue and earnings growth. Visa's earnings are almost gaudy, all things considered. In a world of sub-2% growth in GDP in the U.S., maybe 3.2% globally, Visa's been able to top-line it at 25% for a third year in a row. Uh, Visa and MasterCard enjoy a virtual duopoly in the global payment space, which translates into stronger pricing power. The dominance makes it far easier to expand as countries from India to Germany accelerate the use of cards over cash. Um, you know, in India, you still have what's roughly 70% of transactions are cash-based. So that's going to change, right? Over time. So Germany's advanced economy is advanced, and yet they still have growth, and in Europe, Visa does. 
The East has been seeing strong growth in Russia and plenty of emerging markets that are leapfrogging past traditional banking. Um, so this is a company that I own. I'm saying maybe you should take a look at it. Uh, even the United States, where a far higher percentage of transactions are made with plastic, improving credit scores and increasing number of cards in circulation are helping Visa and MasterCard, especially as millennials are skewing cash now for digital wallets. Um, and neither company takes on the actual risk when they issue their credit cards. Uh, banks that co-brand them do. So if you think America is about to go in a recession, everyone's going to cough up their you know, credit cards and, and not pay, you're wrong. It's not going to hurt Visa. It'll hurt the Bank of America Visa card. It'll hurt the Bank of America in that relationship. Um, so Visa's recently had a big push. It's got size. It's got scale. They picked up Visa Europe, which was kind of weird because they spun it off at one point in time and then picked it right back up. It's valued at roughly $220 billion company. MasterCard's worth about $130 billion. I think you can own both. So Visa has a higher weighting towards debit cards, which are seeing greater volume thanks to their lower barrier uh, to entry for use. Uh, on a side note, I don't like debit cards. I think debit cards are a bad idea um, because you take on the risk if the account gets hacked. The bank will cover a certain part of it, but not all of it. So with a credit card, it's all on the bank. So Visa's not cheap. It's expensive. It recently had a new high. It could be vulnerable to a broad market sell-off. There's always a specter of re uh, regulation hanging over the company. And even if the economy slows, though, consumers in countries are shifting towards cashless transactions. Um, is it fair to ask a question and not get a response from you, but maybe you say it out loud? Are you going to the money machine, the ATM machine, less and less year over year? I am, so that's worthy of note. Given the runway to growth and Visa's high-tech qualities, it, its multiple looks justified. I don't rule out expansion in any way, shape, or form. Looking into next year, analysts are expecting $4 a share in earnings. If you put a 28 multiple on that, you get $112 stock. Um, it's not crazy to say that. Um, some analysts out there are saying that you know Visa is historically undervalued as growth ramps up. It's got a teeny tiny modest little yield, so you do get some cash for owning it. But it's been growing its dividend by as much as 18% a year. Analysts think earnings will grow slightly. Um, they think that'll exceed Mastercard's performance. Um, Visa winning Costco's credit card business in American Express from American Express is more good news. It's not high margin. Um, but large caps like Visa with rust in market, strong pricing power, and bulletproof balance sheets typically come out okay anytime there's a, a recession or a pullback. Uh, full disclosure, I own shares of Visa, and I think it's a good company. So I think you should take a look into it. I just shared that with you for a reason. Um, not trying to get you greedy or you know anything along those lines. Just just trying to talk to you. Greed is good. <laughs> Greed is good. So, and it becomes a situation where, like, when you go to a restaurant, um, and you kind of see everyone paying their bill, they're getting a piece of that action. That's not bad, right? 
So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Carl Icahn's considered the richest guy in New York, and he's a billionaire activist. Um, he's someone you pay attention to, even when it's boring. So, um, in 2016, he cut back on ownership of the copper mine, Freeport, McMoran, and Copper by nearly 13 million shares. He might have done that when Hillary Clinton was favored to win the presidential election, but now that President uh, Donald Trump's in office, uh, he picked up more shares uh, because President uh, Trump withdrew from the Paris Climate Agreement. He thinks the sector's a little bit easier. So I think that's worthy of note that at one point in time, he said, it looks like Hillary Clinton's going to win. I think that's bad for infrastructure. Now that Donald Trump won, he's saying, um, I'm, I'm seeing copper prices going higher. So uh, it's that kind of simple analysis. Sure. But... That's where I'm going to go at with it. So I mentioned Amazon earlier and Visa. And I even brought up Costco ever so slightly as far as the play on credit cards. A lot of people look at Costco as Amazon proof. And it turns out that a lot of members of Prime are also members at Costco. Uh, I've got a Costco membership for vacations and for tires. You can buy a car, you can buy a coffin at Costco. And they're not bad deals. They're not always great, but they're not bad. So everyone looks at Amazon as like the guy who kills retail. And you're looking at like O'Reilly Automotive and you're like, people aren't going to buy auto parts from Amazon. Yeah, they are. And you look at TJ Maxx and you see that there's, you know, TJ Maxx is you know, off off price. Um, so you see the sticker price of $25 for a sweater, and then you see it was 25 at a big brand store, but we're selling it for 15 You're like, ooh, that's a good deal. So O'Reilly and TJ Maxx have recently gotten hit, and yet Costco is the one that kind of remains immune. So if you look at a pricing study comparison, Costco and Amazon through 54 items. The key takeaway is Costco and Club offered the lowest prices. Costco prices beat Amazon.com. Costco has a big opportunity to improve its online offering. If they improve their online offering, I would use it more often. Um, at this point in time, they don't do a great job of online. But that's something that you start thinking about, right? Amazon, uh, Walmart's doing a great job. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up on the 13th of July. It's a lunch event where you get free lunch. It's a retirement and income event, and it's a uh, contract workers uh, breakout session. You can learn more information at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com, and you can get in free if you use the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy about calling the show. I kind of dig you guys, so it's why I'm still doing that. This. A lot of Americans are lagging retirement. It's high time that you don't lag retirement. It's high time that you get a blueprint for retirement. Um, according to a recent study, only 18% of Americans are confident they'll have the income needed for a comfortable retirement. So let's stop the negative sentiment with the blueprint, including, you know, um, having a plan. It just, it, it, it'll help you. So I think, you know, you have to have a financial goal to start with. So some would say 10 times your income before you retire. Some would say 20. So, you know, if you find the average uh, cost for Americans between 64 and 74, which is a large chunk of retirement, it's about $45,000 a year, which basically means you need to pull in about a million dollars. A million dollars in assets will cover $45,000 a year. Um, Social Security is only going to cover 20 to 30%. Um, but a million dollars is also going to be taxed. So um, you need post-tax a million dollars in purchasing power. The earlier you start, the more time your money has to grow. Nearly two-thirds of Generation Xers are kept up at night thinking about financing their retirement. When the answer is right in front of them, the best thing you could do is start saving. Deposit as much as allowed into your 401k before considering any other retirement product, in my opinion. Some people like CFP Chad Burton will start getting, you know, splitting the hairs and telling you, you know, IRA, Roth IRA, 401k out to the matching, things along those lines. Um, a company sponsored 401k plans typically is a pretty good investment vehicle. Um, but you also need to start thinking about retirement and talking about retirement and setting a goal about retirement and then, you know, um, weighting your portfolio appropriately. It's important to rebalance your retirement portfolio, especially as you get closer to retirement so that your portfolio doesn't stray too much from its target. Portfolios don't need to be frequently traded, but you should be rebalancing your portfolio at least once a year. If stocks go up or down significantly during the year, you can create opportunities to rebalance. And With mutual funds, you tend to sell some of your winners and buy more of your losers because your mutual funds, and with stocks, I hold on to Apple kind of thing. I keep the winner. And I sell the losers. But with mutual funds, my thought is is that you know if you started with let's say 25 percent, 20% weighting on international, and international has a good year, so it goes up to almost 30% of your 401k. Um, small caps have had a bad year, hypothetically. So what you would do is you would sell some of your winner, and if you started with 20% international, it became 30%. And if you started with 20% small cap, and it became like 15% you would sell some of that winner to rebalance it and buy more of the loser if that is your long-term goal. So think about rebalancing on a regular basis. Um, A lot of times marriages and businesses take unexpected turns. So be sure to have a portion of your assets or savings separated for a rainy day or an expected event. A lot of individuals fall victim to the unforeseen events, but it's always nice to have financial security when you need it the most. Start planning for early retirement, even if you don't wind up leaving the workforce early. Uh, um, my brother Clint 
man, aren't old names, uh, old, aren't the older generation names fantastic? So my oldest brother's a guy named Clint. And uh, he used to, he's an oil software guy. So he would, he worked for Saudi Aramco until they started cutting off Americans' heads in the Middle East. And Saudi Aramco was like, we can't protect you, you need to, to go back to the States. So he comes back to the States and at age 50 he ran into a little bit of age discrimination where companies wanted younger workers. So cut 10 years off your anticipated retirement date and save as much as possible to get to that goal, just in case you need it. Instead of thinking that you have 20 years to save, start saving as if you only had 10, and watch the money add up, and then you can take your foot off the gas if you need to. Uh, Another idea that I have for you is balance your investment risk tolerance. This ultimately includes how much risk you can afford to take both financially and emotionally. Um, which is a pretty big deal. Investors who are trying to make up for lost time often lose money by taking on too much risk. On the other hand, investors who are way too conservative with their money may not only find themselves without having enough to retire, but they also may find themselves that due to the negative impact of inflation, they're losing money. Uh, Inflation's growing at about 2% a year right now, so buying power is super important. You need to get more than 2% returns. So historically in retirement, you tend to take... um, you know, three years and you put it in, in like a cash equivalent so that you have three years of your income needs safe and the rest of it you expose to risk because that rest of it has to beat inflation. The, don't wait until you're 61 um, to start planning for when you're going to take your social security payments. A lot of people are like, I want to take it as soon as I can. I want my money. And the longer you wait, the more you get. And the longer you wait, it's actually a pretty good investment return. Um, it gives you ample time to work with a qualified retirement you know, income idea if you start thinking about at age 50. So, you know, AARP, the American Association of Retired People, for a reason they send out that concept of... Um, for a reason they send out the concept of, like... Hey, you're 50, and do you want to join AARP today? And it's kind of a, a, a stupid rite of passage for Americans. When, when you turn 50, an old people's organization reaches out to you. Um, and that sucks, right? So, because isn't 50 the new 40 or something stupid? Retirees live longer and longer and longer, so you need to save more and more. A lot of men marry younger women in our society, so women need to save more and more because they're going to be outliving their their bows. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Planning for retirement can be complicated. There's lots to consider. But by narrowing your focus to a few key issues, you can maximize your retirement income and give yourself a much better chance of enjoying a comfortable retirement. I'm Rob Black, and on July 13th, I'll be in Burlingame for a special lunchtime event with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman. We'll be discussing retirement income strategies and estate planning updates that you can use to get the most of your retirement nest egg. We'll cover passive versus active portfolio management, transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, measuring risk, estate planning tips for 2017, and more. That's Thursday, July 13th at the Doubletree in Burlingame. The event runs from 11 to 1 and includes lunch. And if you can stick around, we've also got a breakout bonus session where we'll give some retirement tips for the self-employed. 
Go to robblackshow.com for the details and to register. Cost is $25, and we'll waive that fee for KDOW listeners. Just use promo code RADIO25 when you register at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.